Welcome to Equipus Church Dunedin. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy. For more information, check out equipuschurch.com. 5 p.m. It's going good. Great to have pastors. Matt and Ali Ross from Timaru Church. Freshly uh, inducted, what, two weeks ago now? And they're still here, so that's a good thing. That is a, they haven't left yet. Or maybe that's what you're talking to us about tomorrow. No, no, that's all good. Hey, welcome to church tonight. It's so great to have you here. My name's Will. I pastor the church along with a great team, and we just want to say we love you. Uh, and, and we pray that you would know the love and the grace of Jesus Christ. And so we welcome you here tonight. In fact, and one of the things we love to give out here is chocolate. Who likes chocolate? Many people like chocolate. But if you're new or you're visiting church tonight, we want to give you some chocolate because we love chocolate and we want to give it out to you. And there's, if you've got chocolate, it'll naturally attract us to be your best friend. But also you'll see there is a connection card there. Oh, by the way, what you need to do to get that chocolate is lift your hand wherever you are. Sorry, sorry, my mistake there. That was the great, great waiting. Very patient of you. Um, but you'll see that there's a connection card. And uh, we would love it if you could fill out that card, hand it back to us, even if you're visiting with us tonight, just so that we can just say hi. And if you are wanting to connect, we'd love to connect with you as well. Hand it back to uh, one of the amazing team with red T-shirts or the resource area as well. So good. Is this the first time for Father uh, Kale Noanoa in the house as well? Is that right? Is this your first time in church? After the amazing arrival of their little baby, Talia. I got it. I got it. Very cool. That's all right. Some of you haven't seen it. I have. All right. So what? All right. I'm secure. <laughs> Hey, there's a few other things coming up in the life of the church. We have our Christmas Carol Spectacular. It's coming up uh, on the 17th and 18th of December. It is in the Regent Theatre. We are selling tickets to it. The tickets are $17 for an adult. There is family passes and all that. Why are we doing this in the Regent Theatre? We believe that we can noise the gospel into Dunedin. And I really believe that God's called us, and, and there's a heart of the creative team as well, that God's called them uh, to, to do Christmas carols in a great way that noises the gospel of Jesus Christ. Who knows that Dunedin City needs the gospel? And so this is one way as a church we are going to bring the gospel to Dunedin City. And so again, um, if you can invite friends, buy a ticket for friends, come along. Um, and if, if you're unsure how to support, buy tickets for friends. Because that's the easiest way that we can get people along into that environment as well. Cool. Friday, the 12th of November coming up, we are giving away free sales pizza. But it is attached to going to a foundations course. Uh, I'm not sure which would entice you more. But hopefully it's the foundations and learning about the basics of Christianity. And there you're going to get given dinner as well. If you want to register for that, go to the foundations, uh, sorry, the resource desk. Cool. Awesome. And um, currently tonight, we might be under the threshold, but as we run two bubbles in church to, um, so that we can have more than 100 people in church, please do not use any of the internal doors. They are unlocked because of fire, but they are locked because of uh, bubbles. Is that all right? Yeah. All right. Not that most of you will need to go through those doors at all. Uh, if you need to go get your kids, go out the front door along to the next area or ask one of the hosting team. It's really important that we, uh, we, we adhere to uh, the situation right now. Is that cool? All right. Cool. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your love and your grace and your peace. 
And we thank you, Jesus, that you died on the cross and you gave it all to us. And you, you rose again and you gave life to all of us. And Father, tonight I pray by the presence of your Holy Spirit, you will just minister where we are tonight. I pray, Lord, that every hand would be lifted to you. That every, Lord, every area, every challenge, we'll be lifting our hands to you tonight. That you are ultimately in control. That, Lord, tonight you're going to minister through powerfully. And I just thank you, God, for who you are and what you're doing in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Awesome. Well, I'm going to go to a, a, a two stories in the Bible, then we're going to link them together, and we're going to go. We're going to get somewhere, and we're going to pray, and we're going to go out of here. Is that all right? Yeah. All right. The story in the Bible is actually in Exodus chapter 17. Another story in the Bible that we're going to use is Genesis chapter 37. So pretty close to each other, so not too far away. Um, but the story first in, in Exodus chapter 17 is is is, 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 is Moses. And Joshua and the, and, and the Joshua is fighting the Amalekites. Let me read it for you to give you an understanding if you haven't heard this before. It says, The Amalekites came and attacked the Israelites at Rephidim. Moses said to Joshua, Choose some of our men and go out to fight the Amalekites. Tomorrow I will stand up on top of the hill with the staff of God in my hands. So Joshua fought the Amalekites as Moses had ordered. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went to the top of the hill. As long as Moses held his hands, the, the, the Israelites were, were winning. Sorry, held up his hands, the Israelites were winning. But whenever he lowered his hands, the Amalekites were winning. When Moses' had grew, Moses' hands grew tired, they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur held his hands up, one on one side and one on the other side, so that his hands remained steadily uh, until sunset. So Joshua overcame the Amalekite army with the sword, and they won a great victory that day. Many of you probably heard of this story, and we're going to link it together in a minute. In, in Genesis chapter 37, there's, there's, a, there's a young boy called Joseph. And Joseph has been told by his father to go out and serve his brothers and go and see how they're going and see how they're doing. The problem is this is Joseph, if you're unsure, that Joseph had the dreams. Joseph had dreams about this Baals uh, bowing down to the stars and the, and, the, and, the, and, and the cows. and Oh, no, that was, the, that was Pharaoh's dream. But, but basically, Joseph's dreams were all about his brothers and his dad bowing down to him. And so who knows there's a little bit of tension going on here. Anyone, if, you, if someone's come up to you and said, I've had a dream that you're going to bow down to me. Anyone know, know there's a little bit of tension going on? I'm like, okay, sure, let's see how that goes. So there's a bit of tension in the family right now. There's a bit of pressure going on. And so we, he's going to them. And it, let's just pick, it up, pick up the story here in, in verse 18. And we're reading it from the message version so just listen to it unless it comes up on the screen. They spotted him off in, uh, off in the distance. By the time he got to them, they had cooked up a plot to kill him. Who knows that tensions were running high. The brothers were saying, here comes that dreamer. Let's kill him and throw him into one of these old cisterns. Basically, an old cistern is like a, a pit or a well. Um, very difficult to get out of. We can say that this um, a vicious animal ate him up. We'll see what his dreams amount to then. Reuben heard that the brother's talking and intervened to, say, to save him. We're not going to kill him. No, mur no murder at all. Go ahead and throw him into the cistern out here in the wild, but don't hurt him. Reuben planned to go back later and get him out and take him 
back to his father's. When Joseph reached the brothers, they ripped off his fancy coat he was wearing, grabbed him and threw him into the cistern or the pit or the well. And it was dry and there wasn't any water in it. And so he was able to survive for a little while. Two stories out of the Bible. And we're going to link them together tonight and in a way, you know, everyone, there's always going to be challenges in life. It's just always how are we going to get through them? Now tonight, I need a, I need, I need, I need a Moses and I need a couple of Aaron's or one Aaron and a, and a Ur. And so, um, Jason, you're going to be Moses tonight. Aaron, you can be Ur. Aaron, you can be Aaron. And, um... Georgia, you can be er in this. All right. All right. That's all right. That's all right. So, so we all know this. And so we just got to reenact this a little bit. This is similar to a staff, similar sort of weight. And so Jason, with one hand, don't put it through the roof or you'll be fixing that. Um, you just stand over there and you need to hold that up. Yeah. No, no. Like, are you Moses? Like, we're winning this battle. All right. All right. So just so so in like God's commanded Moses, hey, I want you to stand over here and I want you to hold up your staff. If you're gonna if you can hold up this your staff, we're gonna see Joseph down down winning the battle. So right now, Father Kale is Joseph. Right, Joseph is uh, he's you are winning a battle in 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 the uh, in, in the Malachites right now. But here's the thing, oh, lift it up, man. Yeah, that's all right. All right. I shouldn't have chosen such a strong guy, right? <laughs> All right. And here's, 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 a, here's the challenge. He's getting tireder. Just get tireder, right? Go with me here. All right. And so we need people on either side, okay? So you know, now you have to sit down. You see these guys sat on a rock? No, just sit on the stage. Yeah, that's it. All right. Aaron and her can hold up. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> okay, we've got... Passive aggressiveness going on. You go around the other side and hold up his other arms because you have to hold up both arms. Right. Read the story in the fine print, people. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, so in life, tonight, and you'll get it, and I know it's a bit of a dad joke, but I don't care. I want to talk about pit ministry. See, See, sometimes we've got to learn how to have pit ministry. Like sometimes Aaron and her got to get under the pit, right? Sometimes it's not nice. Pit ministry ain't good. You talk to Joseph, his pit ministry wasn't good. Joseph was thrown into the cistern. He was thrown into the well. He was thrown into a pit. Uh, I don't know about you, but no one really likes pit ministry. Like if you guys are a little bit lower and it was actually Moses in a robe, it'd be pretty nasty. Pretty dirty, pretty stinky, and all that sort of stuff. But here's the thing is we all go through pit ministry. And in this case, Joseph, lift it up, man. It's one job. Jo- Joseph's dying right now. Joshua, sorry. Joshua's dying. <laughs> Doing great. It's er, actually. So here's the thing with we all need to learn how to do pit ministry well. See, see, in life, we, we, we've got to be able to lift up our pits. 
We've got to be able to lift up our, our arms to, to the Lord. In this moment, we had to lift up our pits to someone who just cared and someone who just cared as well. They were with them. They knew the situation. They knew the battle that Moses was going through. They knew that Joshua was down in the valley and they knew the consequences of, if, if Jason or if Moses wasn't winning. He wasn't winning. Moses didn't have the strength up here. There was no strength down there. In, in life, we've got to learn how to lift our arms up. The Bible says where two or three are gathered together, there I am in the midst. And tonight, we've got to learn how to do pit ministry well. I know this is a, okay, put, put your arms down. That's great. That illustration is over. Give them the hand. But we've got to learn how to do pit ministry well. Here's the thing is, is, is Joshua, Joseph, sorry, Joseph got thrown into a pit. Sometimes there's going to be pit situations that you're not wanting to have. Jo- jo- Joseph was going to see his brothers, was bringing some food to his brothers, was doing what his father had told him to do. And he comes along and then he finds himself thrown into a pit. When Moses knew that he had to lift his arms, he had to hold up the staff of God and, and to see a victory in the valley. But here's the thing is people needed to be on each side of his pit. Do, are we getting it tonight? There's some times in life where we've got to learn how to lift our hands. See, if you want to get out of a pit, sorry, don't, have, don't hashtag this or tweet it, you sometimes got to lift your pits. Everyone's cringing. I don't care. Psalm 91. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely He will save you from the foul snare and and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. See, see, in life there's going to be pits that we go through, but if we can get under God, if we can position ourselves in God, then we can find refuge and shelter in the shadow of his wings. You know, so too many people just, just die in the pit. They die in their pit. They die in their situation. They give up. They have had enough. I, I think about Joseph. I'm like, man, he could have, his, his biggest ever challenge of his entire life was the first pit. He would have never have got to the prison if he didn't learn how to get out of the first pit. And the first pit, I think, would have been the hardest one. It was family. Family that he was serving, that he was loving, and they turned right against him. They didn't even just kick him out of a ministry. They wanted to kill him. That's, a, that's an ugly situation. But how do we get out of the pit? We get under the pit. We get under God. We get under the shadow of his wings. Tonight, maybe there's times where we're getting to the end of the year and you're like, oh, I've had enough. But maybe you just need someone to come along and lift your hands. Maybe you need someone to just come and pray with you. Maybe you need someone who just has the coffee with you to go, come on, man, I believe in you. You can do this. Come on, we need you to win because there's people in the valley that need you to win. We need to help you so that other people can see a victory as well. Don't die in the pit, people. 
don't die. Get in the shadow of his wings. Let's lift our hands to him tonight. In Psalm 134, verse 2, it says, lift up your hands to the holy place and bless the Lord. See, I wonder sometimes to, to win a victory, we just have to position ourselves. To win a victory is, is our response is to position ourselves. How do we position ourselves? Well, here it just says, lift your hands to the holy place and bless the Lord. See, in worship, why do we lift our hands? Because we're blessing the Lord. Father, today, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But I need you to do something. Do you know the international sign of surrender? Anywhere in the planet, everyone will tell you, hands up, I surrender. Maybe wave a white flag. But tonight, sometimes we've got to surrender before God and lift our hands to Him. I wonder how we, you can get out of that situation. I wonder what issue, what challenge, what area, what, what moment that you need to just lift your hands tonight. See, when we lift our hands tonight, when we position ourselves under the shadow of His wings, we will find rest and we will find refuge. Tonight, I believe God's got rest and refuge for you. I believe that as you position yourself, as you might, you might, need, you might be Moses. You might be Moses and you think, oh, I'm so tired. I've had enough of this. You might be a student that's like, just, I don't care. I'll just do, this, do the semester again next year. Get me out of here. Now, tonight, there's a few people who just want to lift your hands and say, we believe in you. You might have been getting to the end of the year and you haven't had the holidays that you needed or you've been tired and you've been making all these decisions. Come on, that's why we come to church, to lift each other's hands and to believe for breakthrough. Tonight, I really believe that there's going to be breakthrough. See, see, even for Joseph, that first pit, Joseph never climbed out of the pit by himself. Someone had to help him. Someone would have had to come along and let down a rope. Someone would have had to lower something to him. Someone maybe, I don't know how he got out, but he got out. But it was by help of someone or something. Tonight, I really believe that Jesus is here to help you. Jesus is here to lower down a rope to you. Jesus is here to help lift your arms. Jesus is here to bring, uh, bring, bring refuge in the shadows of your wings, of his wings. You know, the Bible says in in Matthew 11, chapter 25, verse 30, and many of you will know this, but I'm reading it in the Passions Translations tonight. Are any of you weary, are carrying a heavy burden? Then come to me and I will refresh your life, for I am your oasis. Simply join your life with mine, learn my ways, and you'll discover that I am gentle, humble, easy to please. You'll find refreshment and rest in me, for all that I require of you will be, a pleasant, will be pleasant and easy to bear. We just got to go to Jesus. Um, Alice, I wonder if you could play the keyboard, please. Just in this moment, I know we've played on a little bit of words and talked about pits and all that. But I really believe there's a breakthrough moment. I really believe there's a moment for you that in every area of your life, you can lift your hands to Jesus and you'll see, you'll see refuge. You'll find His grace. You'll find His blessing. Whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. 
I've always wondered about that scripture. I was always wondered about how the Almighty can cast a shadow. Have you thought about that? Maybe it's just me. Because a shadow is something stopping the light getting through. Right now you can't really see it too much, but there's lights on me and you can sort of see a little shadow behind me. See, here, whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Have you? I've always wondered, how, how, does, how does the Almighty cast a shadow when, when He's the eternal light, He's the eternal God? That it says that, that He is holy and His glory fills the temple. It's like, how does something shadow that? How does how how does how, how is there a shadow and you know I might be taking liberty here but I, I just thought the only shadow that we can ever live under or the only shadow that we'll find grace and the only shadow that we'll ever find peace of is, is the shadow of the cross when the Father was shining down on the Son who was stretched out with his arms lifted high by the way. He brought a shadow. And I really believe that as we stand under the cross, as we stand where, what, stand looking at what Jesus did for us, for you and for me, we can see and we can find refuge in the shadow of His wings. See, sometimes we need people to pray for us. Sometimes we just need to position ourselves at the foot of the cross and believe that the gospel of Jesus Christ and the cross of Christ has there's power in the cross of Christ tonight. There's power in the redemptive blood of Jesus for every situation and every moment. And then the last thing, as we position ourselves and as we sing praise and worship team, why don't you jump up here and join me? Because we're going to praise our way through this. to position ourselves. In Luke chapter 24, verses 44 to 53, in the English Standard Version, this is Jesus talking. Then He said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and the prophets, Psalms, must be fulfilled. Then He opened their minds to understand the Scriptures, and He said to them, Thus it is written, that Christ should suffer on the third day, suffer and on the third day rise from the dead and that repentance for the forgiveness of sin should be proclaimed in the name uh, in his name to all nations beginning from Jerusalem you are witnesses of all these things and behold I am sending the promises of of the father upon you but stay in the city until you are clothed with the power of the holy spirit and he led them out as far as bethany and then listen to this part. And he lifted up his hands and he blessed them. Why, why he blessed them, he parted from them and was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and, and, and returned to Jerusalem with great joy. And were continually in the temple blessing God. Tonight, see, we can position ourselves we can have people in our worlds that will hold up our hands. We, there's always going to be times where we need people. But if we can position ourselves 
under Christ tonight and find refuge in the shadow of His wings. And we can lift our hands in response to Him, but listen to that last line where it says that He, lifting up His hands, He blessed you. Tonight, may that be your, our response, is that as we bless Him, you'll know that Jesus is blessing you. He's graced you and anointed you for, for this moment in time, and you can get through any situation. Thank you for listening to this message recorded live at Equipus Church, Dunedin. We pray that it blessed you. For more information, please check out equipuschurch.com.